Hello, and welcome back, or welcome, to Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I am Francesca Rowe, and I am so grateful to have you all here with me today to talk about all things healing yourself and the healing journey and everything that goes along with that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, or, you know, welcome if you're new. I'm so grateful, as I said, to have you all with me today to talk about healing, and today I would like to talk about something in specific that I've been been working on recently. I mean, I feel like I'm always working on this, like (laughs) I'm always working on all parts of healing, but this has really been something that came to the forefront for me recently, and... I think it really has to do with what's going on in the world right now, um, specifically astrologically, and I know this is not what this is about, and regardless of what it might sound like, I'm actually not a super astrological person, like I follow, you know, my signs, and I do feel that there are some dates and some significant happenings in the universe and in in space that I think are important, and I essentially do believe that that stuff is all real and but I just you know it's not my it's not my main passion it's not my main interest but I know that on April 30th we had a partial lunar eclipse and then I believe today well when I'm recording this um there's a total lunar eclipse and a like a super flower blood moon something I don't know (laughs) but there's a lot going on and I do feel that when that first eclipse happened and this time period between then and now has been really um has been a doozy for me at least and maybe you've been feeling that way too and maybe now you're like oh maybe that's why so maybe that was helpful (laughs) me telling you about the astrology a bit but I've been going through some uncomfortable feelings and I wanted to come on here and discuss it because I feel like whenever I come on here it's always after I've gone through something and I think for many reasons that makes sense to me and it feels best to do that like I'm called to do that um because you know I have to kind of experience something to then be able to reflect on it and talk about it and hopefully give good advice or um just help some people through this but And it's not, I don't think I'm really in the thick of it anymore, so I'm actually, I am a little bit out of it now, which is why I'm able to talk about it now, but I feel like every topic that I bring on to this platform is more or less positive, and I talk about how to get over some of the hard stuff, but today's topic, I was kind of wrestling with even if I wanted to do it or not, or when I wanted to do it, because it's a topic that when you first hear it, you might think, oh, that just doesn't sound very like love and light, high vibe, you know, what I try to keep up with, and especially on here, I mean, just in my life in general. But I still thought it was important because it's the reality of this journey, and this journey, as we know, is not all light and love. I mean, essentially it is, but what we have to go through and experience and heal through to feel that way isn't and you know we have to heal our shadows so we can then incorporate them and own that and and own every part of ourself and not feel shame and guilt about that and that conveniently leads me to today's topic today I want to talk about shame and guilt and exactly I feel like I already know what you're thinking you're like oh that's not very that doesn't sound like a very fun topic like I wanted to come on here and listen to feel good that's not really a good (laughs) feeling but 
I want to talk about shame and guilt because I really think it's important to talk about how we navigate that on this journey specifically because shame and guilt just in general in anyone's life can be crippling and I don't think it's talked about enough. I think, you know, we talk about in, in society how we can be better versions of ourselves, how we can be good people, how we can be better to others, but I don't think we really talk about, or at least enough or in a way that I think could be really helpful. We don't talk about the shame and guilt that we experience just in being human and especially as we're healing and we are confronting our shadows. And I think it's so important to talk about because we don't have to be afraid of our shame or our guilt. And when we face it and, you know, in a way befriend it and accept it, then that's able to heal. And I feel that talking about this specifically is is important. I felt it was important, so that's why I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> all right, so enough of all of this. Let's just jump right into today's episode. So, guilt and shame. <laughs> so fun. Um, but, but no, really, I want to talk about guilt and shame today, as I said before, because it's something that I feel is important to address on this journey. It can be something that when we don't know how to deal with it or when we're afraid to bring it up or to to feel that or to look at that with inside of ourselves, it can really eat away at us. And so I feel like better just to rip the band-aid off and let's just talk about it all right here. And it's something that I've been dealing with recently. I mean, I feel like I'm always dealing with that on my journey because anytime I want to heal something, it it takes me learning to love and accept parts of myself that I hadn't in the past. So that, of course, is going to involve shame and guilt. Um, shame that I felt about myself and that we feel about ourselves and guilt about, you know, ourselves and situations. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's something I was dealing with recently. And I want to talk about kind of in what way I was dealing with it and how we can deal with that. Yeah. So one way we can experience guilt and shame is when we're setting boundaries. We can feel guilt and shame because in setting a boundary, we're changing what used to be okay. And we're, you know, we're making new ways of being our reality. And that's going to shift not only how we live, but also how others live and how they interact with us. And it's a recalibration and adjustment, not just for us, but for other people as well. And it's, you know, I did talk about wanting to come on here and talk about boundaries for an episode. And maybe I'll still do that. But I just felt like there's so much that goes into that. And shame and guilt and setting boundaries is something that I've really had to face. And so I thought that surely there must be others who feel the same. Because again, whenever I come on here, I just say what I'm called to say and I have the intention and I trust that who needs to hear this message will receive it and so if this is a, if this doesn't resonate with you then you know maybe this episode isn't your episode but I'm I'm hopeful and I I trust that it will reach who it needs to but yeah we can experience guilt and shame in setting boundaries and I recently did experience guilt and shame in setting boundaries I mentioned the eclipses that we've had and I really feel like from the one we had at the end of April till now, there has been a lot of change in my life and it's change that I caused. It's change that I wanted to cause and I was called to cause and that I felt was healing for me. And it was change around... I recently let go of a couple of people who were in my life, both for different lengths of time, dramatically different lengths of time, and both were completely independent, unique situations. Um... And it was not easy because, you know, when we set our boundaries and when we speak our truth, 
in a perfect world, you know, or in our ideal world, it would come with no pushback and it would just be accepted by all parties and we could just move forward. But that's not the reality of most situations. And also, I don't even feel like I wish it was that way because then I don't feel like I would grow through it in the same way that I do when there is. I, You know, I mean, side note, I just feel like I, I don't regret anything that's ever happened to me and I wouldn't change anything I've experienced or how anything has played out in my life because if it played out any differently, then I probably wouldn't be here right now talking to you all. Like, I probably wouldn't even have a podcast and I wouldn't get to hopefully be helping some people and being on my mission and my purpose in this way. So... I'm grateful for how everything in my life has gone and turned out, but it doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> um, so yeah, I recently had to let go of some people who were in my life and it was a challenge, but I knew that that was what was the right thing for me. And, you know, when there is that pushback, when a new way of being isn't accepted right away by by people in our lives or maybe at all, it can get us to want to question our truth. And especially if you used to be a people pleaser, like I definitely was, because I spent so much of my life thinking that other people's truth mattered more than mine. I spent a lot of my life being different than who I actually am. And that's not that's not anyone else's fault. I mean, maybe if you want to blame someone, it's mine, but I don't even feel like it's my fault at all. I just feel like it's what was, you know? And when we change how we want to show up in the world and we decide that we want to be ourselves and we want to be in our truth, of course it's going to rock some boats, but that doesn't mean that our truth is wrong, you know? And I did experience some pushback and when I made these new decisions in my life recently to let go of some people and that was difficult because I feel like that was that's when the real test comes in of our faith in our journeys and of ourselves and our faith in our intuition and what we know is true for us because it's it's I mean it's not easy but it's I feel like a little bit easier you know easy whatever that means it's one thing to know your truth and know what's right for you but it's another thing when you have people around you who are like well actually I don't agree or try to get you to question your truth and it's not even maybe it's intentional but it's not necessarily intentional it's just like if someone knows you to be a certain way and then you're like, actually, I want to be this way and this has actually been my truth the whole time, it's going to, you know, of course there's going to be some uncomfortableness from others and some not knowing how to go about that situation. But we don't need to question our truth and we don't deserve to question our truth and we never have to feel guilt or shame around our truth. But when, you know, our truth isn't met, with complete and immediate acceptance like we would just ideally like that's what can happen and that's what happened to me it brought in guilt and shame in me because it brought me back to those times where I was a people pleaser and when and it brought me back to this limited limited view of the world and myself where I did feel like well if someone says that this is actually the truth and that has to be it and I should just swallow what I feel because clearly what I feel is not as important as what other people feel and even in just saying that right now it it honestly gets me a little heated because it's just like that is just so wrong like just doesn't it sound so wrong like when you really break it down like that it doesn't matter what you do what you say who you decide you want to be who you decide you want to be friends with or have in your life or not like point blank period that is your truth and that is valid and that's it that's all that matters like yeah (laughs) it's as simple as that but you know when we have gotten used to being a certain way and when you're a people pleaser like I used to be it can be hard to shake when other people are trying to 
question your truth and not necessarily try to get you to to be different but they're again they're they're not accepting it right away and that's not their fault and it's not like they should like there are no shoulds you know that's just how it is and essentially I feel like that's an opportunity for more growth and so I'm grateful for that even when it is hard and it has been hard but yeah I just wanted to get on here to talk about guilt and shame because when we start working on healing ourselves and we start getting to know ourselves in such a deep and intimate way we are learning what our truth has been all along and we know what is best for us and when we feel called to take action in our life to make a change that is for our highest good that feels like it's honoring our soul it's honoring our inner child that is that is what we are meant to do that is our truth that is our calling and that is always valid and someone not being okay with that is valid too but neither which means that that it's wrong you know and guilt and shame I feel like it's not something that we can necessarily stop from coming up but it's more so what we do with it when it does come up and when it came up for me these past few weeks when I was experiencing these changes and I was the one making these changes in my life that I knew were best for me but weren't easy the first thing I did when these feelings came up is I made sure that I recognized them and identified that that's what I was feeling because I was feeling a lot I was just feeling overwhelmed and starting to feel uneasy when what I was trying to do for myself wasn't being met with like, that sounds great, bye, (laughs) you know, which of course, why would it have? But, you know, when that didn't happen, I first identified, okay, I'm feeling a lot right now. I'm not feeling, you know, my best self. I'm not feeling light and love. I'm not feeling like really secure right now. What am I feeling? Okay, I'm feeling guilt and shame. And then I identified, okay, why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm feeling this way because... Speaking my truth is not something that has always come naturally to me because I was taught that speaking my truth had consequences that didn't make me feel good, regardless of what they are. You know, I could list there's a bunch and it's always going to be different for different people. But I identified that. And then I said, okay, so why am I feeling guilt and shame now? Well, I'm feeling guilt and shame now because I still feel uncomfortable sometimes setting these boundaries or setting new standards for how I want to be treated and what I want for myself in my life because that wasn't always something that I felt safe to do. And so it's okay to feel guilt and shame right now because this is new and I'm learning and growing. And so immediately what I did for myself is I I just was there for my inner child and I just it was like giving myself an energetic huge hug, just letting myself know, "Hey, yes, you're feeling this way, but that's okay." And it doesn't mean that you figured it out. It doesn't mean that maybe you don't feel it's okay, but just let yourself know that it's okay so that your brain will start being like, okay, well, I don't feel okay, but my brain's saying it's okay, so it must be okay. I know that's a lot of okays, but hopefully that makes some sense. It's just by by validating how I was feeling and letting that be, regardless of whether I thought that was yucky feeling or a good feeling, I just made myself not judge it and just said, okay, this is what you're feeling and that's valid. And that allowed me to really start to feel it because my initial reaction is to want to push that away, you know? you're feeling something icky, you don't want to feel it. But I just, by allowing that to be what it was and not judging whether that was a good feeling or a bad feeling and just letting it be, I wasn't judging it and then I was able to feel it, which made me able to do something with it and to get past it better than I would have if I was just trying to push it away. So I told myself that it was okay to feel that way and I let it be uncomfortable. I let it make me feel sad. I let it be what it was because 
that's the whole part of this, you know, I, you know, I don't have to tell you, but I'm never going to be on here spreading like love and light and telling you to just pretend that everything's fine. And anyone who thinks that's what healing is doesn't really know what they're talking about or doesn't really uh, know what the truth is of that kind of a journey. And, you know, I've always been a very independent person. And so honestly, when I'm going through stuff, my first reaction or my initial, you know, reaction is not to go and talk to other people. Um, Just because I've always been the kind of person, whether this is true or not, what I experienced in my life made me feel from a young age that handling things by myself was the only way I could do it because there weren't really going to be people there for me. So I just always have handled things by myself. But especially more recently, I've been finding that like, if I've been going through something, and I just feel like I need that extra support, I really just find people that I feel are able to actually listen to me without judgment and maybe who aren't in the situation I'm dealing with or don't know the people in the same way that I did that I'm, you know, having this experience with or this, you know, ending in a friendship or relationship with. And I really just go to somebody that I know I can trust and I'm just like, hey, can I just tell you what's been happening? And then I just like let it all out. And I think it's really important before we do that kind of thing with anyone in our life to make sure that that's okay. And because you never know what someone's going through. And sometimes people don't have the emotional or energetic capacity to to listen to you vent. And <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, my, this, my go-to these days is honestly my mom, which is like, <laughs> so I think it's just something I never thought I would really say. My mom's honestly probably listening to this too because she's so sweet. So hi, mom. Shout out to you. Thanks for being the best. But yeah, I never really used to do that. I used to always... If I was going to lean on anyone, I would lean on my friends. But I found that, honestly, the one of the only people I can ever really, like, trust to not judge me at all <laughs> is my mom. And I'm so grateful for her. And I'm so grateful for that feeling of safety I have with her. And so hopefully there's just someone in your life that you can talk to like that. And maybe that is a friend or a family member or someone online, anonymous, who knows. But... I really think that at least was helpful for me because, again, when you've been a people pleaser and now you're trying to heal through that and people do not immediately respect your new standards of being treated or your new boundaries and, you know, they question that, it can get you to question your truth and which is like, you know, what being gaslit feels like. And I'm not saying at all that these people are gaslighting me or like that's not it at all. But maybe I feel like people can unintentionally gaslight you like it's a genuine questioning from them because they're trying to get a grasp for what the situation is but in in questioning that they are questioning your truth so you do feel gaslit even if they're not meaning to so I felt like it's it's really helpful for me in those situations and I found it really helpful recently to talk to someone or just vent to someone that you know is not going to judge you that you know is impartial to the situation that you know loves you unconditionally no matter what and that will hear you just so if for nothing else you can reconvince yourself that you're not crazy because you know when someone questions your truth it can get you to start to question it yourself and I knew that that was a slippery slope and I didn't want to question myself so I'm like okay who can I talk to that I know is just gonna be like hey you're not crazy and actually I have another friend that's great to go to for that too so if there's anyone that you can talk to that can just like 
verify your reality for you, if that makes sense. Like sometimes I'll even have this one friend and I'll just say to them, I just need you to like, I need to tell you this so you can just tell me right now that I'm not crazy because the way that this situation plays out makes me think that I might be crazy, but I I know I'm not like, can you just verify that for me? (laughs) And I'm very grateful for those people in my life that I can go to in times like that because yeah, when we are setting new standards for how we want to be treated and we're setting up our truth and finally speaking our truth and doing something about that and it's not met well, it can get us to question everything. And that's a really dangerous, slippery slope. I don't want you to be like scared. It's not, you know, it's just, it's something to be aware of that that can happen. And anytime we start to question our truth, that's such a red flag that we need to come back to us and honor ourselves and love ourselves. And when there's people that we can talk to that can just validate that for us, it can be really helpful because essentially no one needs to validate us, but us. And I know that's true, but you know, sometimes we still have instances where we just need that little extra help and that validation and that reassurance. And so if you have people that you can talk to for that, I find it very helpful. And that's been very helpful for me recently. And another way we can deal with feelings of guilt and shame when they come up is just just forgiving ourselves. And that can be so hard to do. And I know me saying that is nothing new. We've talked about this before, but forgiving ourselves is it's just it's ultimate love you know it's ultimate it's truly loving yourself is being able to forgive yourself even if you have done something wrong you know like I just was mentioning we've been talking about when we set boundaries with other people or you know that can bring up guilt and shame but you know we can experience guilt and shame around things we've done that we really do regret and that we do in hindsight feel were not the best choices to make and not not regret you know because I don't I don't regret anything but I mean some people do and it's a normal feeling to feel that even if ultimately you know that you're not you know that like oh I shouldn't regret anything it can still you can still feel that way and I still certainly feel that way even though I know better like my ego still wants to sometimes hold on to these these things that aren't aren't helpful yeah and also like just around things we've done, we can feel guilt and shame. I want to just bring that up because I feel like in every episode I talk about my healing and I try to like make it relatable and help you all. And I kind of realized recently that like I've never really, anytime I've talked about other people and I've always done my best to not talk in too much specifics about others because I I want to, it's a fine line. I want to come on here and be able to tell stuff about my personal life. I do so that I can, it can be of service to helping you all. And I think that having some detail in there is important so that I can be the most relatable I can be and so that I can help in the biggest way that I can. But also, you know, I always want to protect the privacy of other people and myself. And I never, ever want to share stuff that is private or that I feel other people wouldn't appreciate me disclosing. But yeah, when I've come on here and talked about things that I've gone through with other people, I never really talked about my part in it. I guess because when I'm healing and dealing by myself, that's so obvious to me. Like guilt and shame is something I've dealt with so much on this journey that I forget to even talk about it on here because it's just such a given to me that I don't even feel like talking about it. But then of course I forget that you all are listening and you aren't mind readers and you don't know what I'm going through. But yeah, I've done so much in my life that I 
don't agree with now. And especially before my healing journey, every interaction I've talked about on here, I had a huge part in that that I don't agree with how I acted or, you know, because I wasn't healing and I wasn't intentional in the way I was living and I didn't know how to be. I didn't know that was a choice. I was just sleepwalking through life, really. So yeah, I was not a good friend all the time and or a good person and I, I was jealous and I did things that that were manipulative and I acted in ways that were selfish or were greedy or sneaky or came from a place of hurt or, you know, like I've, I've done so much that I'm not proud of. That being said, we deserve to heal our guilt and shame around the things that we've done. It's not just that in setting boundaries with other people, we need to heal the guilt and shame that's not rightfully ours anyway. What do we do in the times when we feel that we do deserve to feel guilt and shame because we have done things we're not proud of? I think that's important to talk about. And I think in those moments, as well as in times when we're setting boundaries and we feel guilt and shame, forgiveness is truly our best friend in those moments. And always, I feel like whenever I'm feeling something that I I have a moment where I'm like, I wish I wasn't feeling this, I just forgive myself. I forgive myself for feeling that way and I forgive myself for wishing I didn't feel that way. And I just keep practicing acceptance. I just keep practicing acceptance. No matter how many times it takes, I just forgive myself and forgive myself and forgive myself until that's that's all that's left because any time that I'm not actively working on forgiving myself when I'm feeling those ways is time and energy that is put into the opposite that is put into feeling even worse um there's a youtuber that I really like a spiritual youtuber who I've basically I've been keeping up with her since I woke up and she's just like such a light and um one thing that she said that always really resonates with me is she says that if you have time to worry, you have time to pray. And I love that so much because it's just like all encompassing. And, you know, I talked about it last episode, but like I never used to be a person who prayed. I used to roll my eyes at that. I used to like I I even said on here, I think one of the first times I ever prayed was when I was at my lowest in New York. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. But now, you know, I I've talked about it on here before, but now every single day I'm praying essentially because every single day I talk to the universe and I express my gratitude for all my blessings and all the abundance in my life and I speak intentions into the universe and I ask for what I want by affirming that I already have it. And so I'm I'm always praying through that. And I love that saying, if you have time to worry, you have time to pray because it's true. Think about how much time we spend when we're going through stuff how much time we spend in our heads and worrying about it and worrying about it and worrying about it and worrying never does anything for us it just makes us go further down into that dark place and it just gets even harder to climb back out of but we just think of like how easy it would be to shift that energy of spending all this time and energy worrying into shifting it into praying just like asking the universe for help asking the universe to help you forgive yourself or, you know, praying to yourself, praying in a way that's like like a worship of yourself. Forgive yourself. And that in itself is a practice of prayer because by actively practicing forgiveness, you are actively practicing loving yourself and you are in a way praying out into the universe and putting out into the universe that you are worthy of love and you are worthy of forgiveness and that you don't need to hold on to guilt and shame. And so, you know, If prayer isn't your thing and if you don't talk to the universe every day like I do, you know, that's cool. That's awesome. Do you? But I feel that practicing forgiveness in itself is an act of prayer because when we practice forgiveness, we are practicing radical acceptance and unconditional love. And isn't that kind of the point of prayer? It's like putting our faith in 
the universe and in our ability to to receive. So putting faith in ourselves essentially. And yeah, isn't that beautiful? I like that. I like that idea that practicing forgiveness is an act of prayer. I think it is. It's certainly an act of worship because it's the opposite of hatred. It's like in the opposite of judging ourselves. It's the opposite of guilt and shame is forgiveness. And it doesn't matter how many times we have to remind ourselves it's okay. We deserve forgiveness. Just, I think, keep, keep at it. And just anytime you feel your brain start to worry about, you know, the guilt and shame or, or you find yourself dwelling on that, just change that stuff, change that thought. And yeah, then you really will be taking that energy and turning into something useful and something that's going to help you heal that guilt and shame because just dwelling in it isn't going to get you out of it. And it's not like you're ignoring it, you know, you're doing something with it. You're recognizing that you feel that way, but then you're giving yourself a chance to change it. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. I promise it does work because it's just like your patterns of thought. So if you find yourself worrying all the time or you find yourself feeling guilty and shameful all the time, you know, if you just actively choose to switch that whenever you feel that way, then you'll start finding that you don't feel that way as much. And you know, the way we can forgive ourselves when we feel that way is first and foremost, as we've mentioned, accepting that we feel that way and accepting that that's not bad and that's not good. It just is. And then we can get curious. You know, I love another thing I've learned on my journey, and I think I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, but becoming the observer in life is so helpful And it's really helpful when we're dealing with uncomfortable feelings like guilt and shame. So one way to stop judging yourself and to accept yourself and to ultimately forgive yourself is to become an observer of your life and of your feelings and of everything. So what that means is, you know, you set a boundary or you're thinking about the past and something you've done and you feel guilt and shame. What you can do is instead of being like, man, I'm the worst and just like, you know, digging yourself into this deep, deep hole, you can just say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I feel guilt and shame right now? Hmm. And just become the observer like that. Like really, almost like you're a scientist or something, you know? Like just observe it for what it is. Instead of identifying with it, you, you take a step back and you think, isn't that interesting that I feel guilt and shame? And then I can think to myself, why do I feel that way? Well, I feel that way because X, Y, Z, because... I feel guilty and shameful about something that I did in the past. And then you can think, okay, that's valid. You know, again, validate that. And then you think to yourself, well, I mean, that already happened. There's nothing I can do about that now. So there's no point in really feeling guilt and shame. So what can I do now to feel better? Well, I can forgive myself and I can understand that we all make mistakes in this life. And that's how we grow and learn. Just as you're so willing and and ready to forgive others for what they've done and you're not holding on to grudges I mean hopefully that's another thing to heal you know if you if you do hold on to grudges but I say to myself you know to forgive yourself give yourself the same grace and forgiveness that you give to others who have hurt you or who you've experienced difficulties with in the past and it's really that it's a dance with yourself it's a conversation with yourself and in that it really does become so simple it almost becomes like just steps that you take It doesn't have to be so abstract, even though this is all kind of happening with yourself and your mind. But when we become the observer and we think of it like that, it stops becoming something that we identify with so fully. And we're able to step back and see it for what it is. And because we're not identifying with it, it doesn't become, we don't see it as us. It's almost like if we were helping another person or a friend through their guilt and shame. You know, you wouldn't say to a friend who told you they were feeling shameful and guilty, you wouldn't say to them, like, that's because you are, (laughs) you are shame, you are guilt, you are awful, you deserve to feel this way forever. 
No, you would say to your friend, hey, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay, but you know what? That'll pass and you are deserving of love. And you know, like, what would you want a friend to say to you? Say that to yourself because as we've discussed before, you are your friend. You are your best friend. And through that acceptance and that forgiveness and that not judging yourself and through everything we've talked about, essentially, when I experience guilt and shame, I just come back to love. Love. I just, that is... That is our natural state of being, I feel. It's certainly, I feel, my natural state of being. And I do feel it's all of ours, regardless of whether you agree with me or not. I see you all as love. And when we just come back to that, we realize that it is so simple. It really is. Everything, you know, outside of love, it's just there to try to complicate things. But at the end, everything is love. And we can just love through the guilt and shame. We can. Both things can be true, you know? They don't have to be, it doesn't have to be all consuming. We can feel guilt and shame and still come back to love. We can still feel and know that we deserve to feel love because we are love. Like, I think that love is truly the only truth and everything else is just getting in the way or trying to make things more complicated than we are and that they are. Love is really all there is and it's also so powerful. And I've, more and more, I, I get glimpses of the 5D, okay, so like (laughs) the 3D world is like, you know, the material world. It's what we're all before, especially before I woke up or before we wake up. I feel like the 3D world is, it's the material world. It's what we can see, feel, and touch um, materially. And then the 4D world, I feel, is when we start to get in touch with that there is more than just what meets the eye. There is more to this world than just the 3D. And I feel like when I woke up and had my spiritual awakening, I started to see that but the 5D, the 5D is a space and a dimension where only love can exist. Like only high vibrational energies can exist in 5D. And as I've gone on my journey, I used to hear about other spiritualists who were further along on their path than me talk about the 5D. And I was like, wow, that seems like this utopia. I can't even like, that sounds unreal. I can't imagine that. But as I've continued my journey more and more, I experienced periods that continue to grow in length. And I experienced glimpses of the 5D which is just pure love. And in those moments, you know, I really do feel love for everyone and everything. And it's like, yeah, it's different for each person. Like there are some people that I love in a different way than strangers, you know? I don't want to spend time with everyone. I don't want to befriend or be in a relationship with everyone. But essentially, I feel like in 5D, I love everybody. Like I really do. Like anybody, no matter who it is, no matter how I feel that they had wronged me in the past or I had been hurt by them or what had happened between us, like I just feel love. And I feel like when I experience those, it's so radically, like it's so radical and so freaking incredible. And I just, I know that that's possible for all of us. And I think that's ultimately what my purpose on this earth is helping is getting back to myself and helping others to get back to. And I think that's part of waking up, is waking up to the truth, like that it is all love and that all these things and frankly all these systems and the government and everything, like they've just been trying to get us to forget that, maybe not intentionally, but like just kind of, some people, some institutions intentionally, but it is all love and it is that simple, it really is. And we just complicate it with lower vibrational BS, frankly, (laughs) but it is all love. And so I know that's possible. And long story short, all that to say that, yeah, we can, we can just come back to love when we feel guilt and shame. It's not like those feelings are there. So love can't be there. Love is ever present. And when we want to tap into it, we can. And when we just choose to come back to love and choose to love ourselves through that, 
we don't hold on to the pain so tightly. And when we don't hold on so tightly, we realize we never had to. And that if we actually did just loosen our grip, it could just flow through us. And that's how things are supposed to go. I mean, you know, not supposed to, but but energy is meant to flow and energy is not meant to be stagnant. And anytime we're dwelling on anything, that is stagnant energy. And so when we come back to love, we're coming back to flow and ease in our life. And that's giving us the opportunity to let go of the rigidity. Whoa, is that even how you say it? Rigidity? (laughs) Rigidity? Let's pretend that's a word. If it's not, whatever, I'm making it a word. The rigidness, maybe that's better. (laughs) The rigidness around lower vibrational energies like guilt and shame because you might have noticed that anytime you're feeling something negative it's a stuck energy and you can feel in your body too like I feel so much in my body usually when I'm holding on to a feeling it's held on somewhere in my body and that's why you know movement is also such a great way to let go of emotions and stuff but yeah when we when we come back to love everything frees up and we're able to flow through the guilt and shame and understand that that doesn't define us it's not who we are we are not shameful people we are not guilty people and we don't need to hold on to that that's not our story that's not our truth and it doesn't matter what we've done it doesn't matter how other people perceive us or how unhappy they are with how we decide to live our lives and how we decide to live our truth that is not our truth guilt and shame is not our truth it is lying to you it is lying to us and though it's okay that we feel that way it is not something that we need to hold on to in order to feel it and heal it you know we can just let it be what it is and then we invite in love and just let ourselves love ourselves because it's not really something you have to chore like it's not a chore like thing to do I believe that love is like I said it's the ultimate truest state so in in essentially the harder things to do are the lower vibrational stuff like guilt and shame takes more energy I feel than love but we've kind of been taught the opposite and we've been learned to feel the opposite and so it will feel a little bit harder it can at first to be in love and to be in that energy and to accept that energy when we want to so badly hold on to the painful ones but when we start practicing that we we'll start to unlearn the conditioning of society and the false narrative of the 3D matrix world that we literally are living in. And we remember, and we remember again, our bodies remember and our soul remembers that actually love is the truest state and that it is available to us. And we don't need to hold on to these lower vibrational feelings, even though we feel them and they're so valid, we don't need to cling on to them. And I feel like we do, as a society, like to hold on to negative emotions, which is so interesting. I didn't really used to ever even think about it, but one way that I kind of know that that's true, at least for me, not like, you know, I actively do what I can to not have this be this way, but I know that this is like what has been habitually learned into me and like taught to me by society is, is this idea that like we have to hold on to pain because... Anytime I'm like not in a good mood or I'm going through something and I'm having a hard time, it is so much harder for me to do my daily talks with the universe and to express my gratitude. Because like I said, I do that every single day, no matter what, even if I'm feeling awful, it's going to happen because it's just there's no no reality where that's not happening for me. But like when you're not feeling happy, it's I just don't want to do it and I'll, I'll put it off and I'll put it off and I mean, I've learned, so now I'm at a point where, like, I don't put it off too long because I just know that just doing it will make me feel better. But it's like there's this resistance to want, because, like, the second I 
put out into the universe my intentions and, and my gratitude and I talk to the universe, I'll immediately be felt with love and comforted with love and acceptance. But when you're not feeling high vibe, it's almost like we want to stay in that negative energy. Like my, I know in my soul, all you have to do is talk to the universe, express your gratitude, set your intentions for the day, and you're going to feel so much better. But when I'm in that negative space, it's like, I don't want to, I want to hold on to the negativity. I, it's like, I feel like I need to hold on to this pain in order for it to be real. Because if I let go of it, then it'll be unseen. But it's when we understand that we can feel it and let it go. That's when the magic comes in. And that's when the light comes in. But yeah, it is interesting. You know, I mean, they say misery loves company. And it's true. Like, I feel like in society, I mean, with ourselves and with other people, you know, when we're negative, it's like we can sometimes we don't even want to get out of it. It's like we want to be negative. We want to stay feeling low vibe. It's so interesting how that happens. But yeah, just accepting how you feel and inviting in love. And then it all opens up and we realize, oh, wow, we were holding on to this for no reason other than maybe the pain has felt safe for so long that the idea of a life without it is scarier than holding on to it. But we don't need to hold on to that pain. We don't need to hold on to the guilt. We don't need to hold on to the shame to be valid and to be worthy. And that doesn't mean that we're perfect and we're not putting out into the universe of the world that we're perfect. We're not saying that we haven't done wrong or that there aren't things that in an ideal world, you know, maybe our ego would prefer we hadn't done. But we are able to see that regardless of all of that, we are still worthy of feeling love and being loved and forgiving ourselves and accepting ourselves because beating ourselves up for stuff is not going to make anything better. It's not going to make us feel better. It's not going to change the situation. And it's just going to make us feel worse about ourselves. And we don't deserve that regardless of what we've been taught. We don't deserve to feel guilty and shameful. And it's not like guilt and shame are a bad thing. Everyone experiences it except for maybe, I don't know, sociopaths. Are sociopaths the ones who don't experience shame and guilt? I don't know. I didn't major in psychology, but you know what I mean. Like everyone experiences it. It's okay. And we don't, that doesn't have to become our story. That doesn't have to become our identity. And I think just reminding everybody of that and reminding ourselves of that is the best we can do in those situations. Just reminding ourselves that that's not our story. That's not a reality. And when we feel those ways, it can feel like we're never not going to feel that way again. It can feel like this is our new reality forever. But just continue to remember and remind yourself that it's not. That anytime you felt bad, you've always gotten through it. And that you don't deserve to hold on to that pain. You deserve to let it go. It doesn't matter what another person thinks or how people respond to your truth. And it doesn't matter what you've done. Your soul in truth is innocent. I feel like all of our souls in truth are innocent. And they're all so worthy of love and forgiveness and acceptance. And yes, there's just no reason to let that guilt and shame define you anymore. And so just just say enough and just love yourself and let that be your truth. Let the love guide you and let that be your home base. Let that be your truth. You are love. You are not guilt and shame. You are not wrong for standing in your truth. You are not wrong for living the way you want to finally. And whatever your situation may be that is bringing in those low vibrational feelings for you, just know that that is not your truth. That's not your story. And that you don't have to hold on to that for that pain to be valid and to for that pain to be heard and seen. You can still validate yourself and you can still grow through that and you will grow through that even more when you give yourself the space to feel that way and love yourself enough to accept yourself even when you are feeling low like that. Yeah, Whew, that was a lot. I don't even feel like I <laughs> took a breath that whole time. Huh. 
clearly this is something that I really wanted to talk about. And yeah, I don't feel like we really brought up any newish things, like ways to deal with it. But I think, and I've said this before, that's not the point. You know, this isn't like a lecture in school. I'm not here to like give you bullet point tips for like how to heal yourself. I just want this to be a space where hopefully things that I'm saying can resonate with you and you can feel like that's, yeah, that is my truth. And like, I hope that if you don't feel seen in your life in any places or at all or whatever, I just hope that something that I say can make you feel seen even for a little bit and just can remind you that you are loved and you are worthy and that your truth is beautiful. Yeah, your truth is so beautiful and don't let anybody tell you different. And if they do, don't mind them, you know? You're living your life for you and no one can tell you anything about yourself essentially, you know? Just keep returning back to your love. Keep returning back to what you know to be true for you and you can't go wrong. You've got this, okay? I'm proud of you. You're doing amazing and yeah, you're you are loved and I'm so grateful for you all for being here with me today, for taking the time to listen and I hope you continue through your day and through your week and through your life remembering that you are so loved and you are so valid and your truth is so beautiful. All right everybody, take care. I'll talk to you later. Bye.